0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you Inky Savages are joining me for episode number 158 of the Penboy Roy Pen Entertainment Podcast. Did I say me? Joining us, myself and Tom. We are very happy to be here. Last week, there was a snafu with recording because myself and Tom were both ill. We both got sick. Tom had the runs and he had a tummy ache. <laughs> Oh, there's no there's no HIPAA privacy here. <laughs> no, and I had some sort of a cold that wasn't coronavirus, or do we still call it that? COVID it wasn't COVID. I tested like every day, mm-hmm. twice a day, hoping to get my days off from work. But no, that didn't come through. It seems like I had a uh, normal cold. Didn't know you're able to get sick with anything other than COVID anymore. But we're back. Your standard <clears> run of
1: the mill <throat> cold does not get the love anymore. Yeah,
0: no, we're back. We, we, we weren't feeling well last week for sure, so yeah. we had different things, so it might sound weird that we were both sick at the same time, but that's how in sync me and my boy Tom are. We're just always mm-hmm. in sync, getting sick at the same time and everything like that, but we're really excited to be back because it feels like forever when we take like a week off and stuff like that. Now- It's an eternity. <clears throat> I'm still a little, I'm still, I'm over the hump, but still a little bit there, but I want to just express my supreme gratitude to everybody who purchased the Penboy Roy Pentertainment pen exclusive Narwhal Liquid Hot Magma fountain pen. That thing sold out so, overnight. It was just so cool. And-, and that
1: was like basically the last time that we talked pens because we've had people interviewed on the show. And yeah. We really haven't gotten into a down in the the nitty gritty pen discussion
0: so that is true we didn't but it was so awesome that everybody just jumped on it and it was sold out overnight it was really cool and i want to thank Goldspot and you tom for handling the logistics on all of that well because... thank you for
1: making the greatest pen ever to write something right. with the evers and you know <laughs> everything in the entire
0: history of the world ever right and Gold Spot has been just so instrumental in the success of this show and Pentertainment Studios, and I appreciate Gold Spot. That's why they're my sponsor. So make sure you check out my sponsor, Gold Spot Pens, at the affiliate link in the description below, and make sure to use coupon code. I forgot what the coupon code was this week.
1: Uh, coupon code Beta, B E T T A,
0: B E T T A, like my fish, Betta fish. Use coupon code BETA at checkout for an additional savings on all products on the Gold Spot website. And if you do it through my affiliate link, I'll like you more. So, Gold Spot pens. Use the affiliate link. Buy stuff. Enjoy pens. Live life through pens. It's awesome. Do it through the affiliate affiliate link and use coupon code BETA. And our next sponsor is Luxury Brands of America, which we had on the show a few. Few weeks ago, we had Bryce and Mr. Gillette, his father, who is the owner of Luxury Brands of America. And since then, Bryce and I have been on the phone every day, going back and forth every day. Can guess who got him into fish keeping? It sounds like he was
1: pretty much into it to begin with, but it just was amazing how quickly you guys connected over that.
0: Well, you know, he had fish when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And he broke down his tanks many, many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. And then after all of my non-stop posting and talking about fish, he was like, you know what, maybe I'll get a fish. So we had corresponded over the last month, setting up his tank, getting the nitrogen cycle set, getting plants in there, you know, dosing the Fritz quick start, which is like ammonia to... Boost the nitrogen cycle and then dosing Fritzheim seven and then ironically,
1: I think it was over lunch that you guys had that connection about the, right. the fish key. And ironically, it wasn't was ironic? while you were uh, well, I was ironic because we were eating
0: Japanese sushi, which was raw fish. So <laughs> Right. So we were eating fish, talking about fish keeping, getting him <laughs> into fish keeping while eating fish. Yes. Mm. That is that is ironic. So I but just wanted to point that out. He has his he has his new setup in the in his office and he has a six point eight gallon tank. He has a single beta in there. It's planted with live plants and stuff. And now he's gotten the okay from his parents, his bosses excuse me, mm-hmm. to set up a community tank in the office that's big, that's not just his but for everybody to look at. Nice. So he's really excited about that. Now the next key is get his wife on board with setting up a tank in his home, <laughs> right? So my wife, she's all for it. She likes that I have a hobby. She likes that I enjoy doing it. As long as she doesn't have to do any of the maintenance, but yep. knowing me with my obsessive compulsive anal retentiveness, no you are one- the only one that can yes, do Yes, no one will maintenance my fish tank other than the me. The way that you want. Yeah, you know what's crazy? She didn't get sick. She never – my wife never gets sick. She's always like just – she's like a cat. She never well, gets sick. Well, the stomach sick. bug,
1: she... it hit both me and my son, but my daughter and, and wife did not get it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it was on what, the the Y chromosome or
0: something, the, this particular thing that we had. I don't know. I don't know. But my wife just – She's always like better at, she's just better at life than me. She like, she does life better She just than wins me. so hard Yeah, she life. just wins at life. <laughs> Except like,
1: for marrying you, she just wins <laughs> at
0: everything else. I, I mean, if I were her father, I'd be like, don't marry that guy. But luckily <laughs> for me, like her father liked me. But anyway, speaking of Bryce and luxury brands of America, we're introducing a new project series volume from oh. Colorverse Inc. Nebula special. It's cosmically glistening out of this world gorgeous now i don't know what to do with this read because that's all he wrote like i don't know what else to talk about it's ink there's one called monkey head nebula it's a glistening like purplish blue it's got like speckles in it it's really nice looking right just think of there
1: was that butterfly nebula that they did a few months ago and that was mm -hmm. like a super popular one Mm -hmm. they they wanted to expand upon it and make a a few different colors that have a little bit on the lighter side of saturation but Mm -hmm. with a nice shimmery
0: glittery sort of look so yeah yeah so i'm going to give you guys information on monkey head nebula it's a 65 milliliter bottle the rgb color is 91 114 61 the web color is yeah the web color is hashtag 5b72a2 The Pantone color is 7667C. I know exactly what you're talking about. And the multicolor pigment pearl, that's all it says. And then they have another one called Cat's Eye Nebula. I like that, you know, because I like cats, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to read off all these stupid numbers. Who knows what the hell they mean? It's 65 milliliters per bottle, which is great. It comes in that cute teardrop-shaped bottle. They got the Iris Nebula also. This one's kind of cool. This one looks kind of like like i don't know what to call it it's like it's like a like a muted purple with gold speckles the cat's eye is like a light green with speckles and stuff like that and it's just very nice three bottles of ink that's coming out and it's being i'm going to just read it again cuz it's only one two sentences introducing mm-hmm. a new project series volume from colorverse ink nebula special cosmically glistening and out of this world gorgeous you know, I thought we were nice going to talk they... about
1: the, uh, the Endless Companion. Oh, we can, but I'm just saying oh, I yeah. that was going to be yeah. the, the read for today.
0: Yeah, that's not the read for today. Oh, but we'll, we'll talk the... about that because oh. I want to know more about it myself. But before we get on to that, I do need to shout out to Bryce again. Congratulations on your new fish. The thing looks like the old school 70s Wolverine. It's like yellow and brown with like blue stripes on it. It's really cool. Nice. And it's a placat betta. So shout out to Bryce good job getting a fish. You're cool now. So you weren't before, but you are now. And finally, love to my good friend, Neil Jackson over at brlcoffeeco.com. I just love their coffee. It is the smoothest caffeine hit that you can get across different roasts, different strengths. Make sure to check out the coffee and the swag at brlcoffeeco.com. Again, that's brlcoffeeco. CO as in short for company, com, and use coupon code Roy at checkout for an additional savings on all products on the BRL coffee website. They're going to open up a few stores too. So they're, oh, they're sweet. really going to start pushing the promotion. I'm going to have to start milking him for more coffee and money nice. now that I know that he's going to try to do that. So anyway, we're happy to be back. Thanks again for joining us for episode number one hundred and fifty-eight of the Penboy Roy Penn Entertainment Podcasts. Before we get started with this week's episode of the podcast, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted, and therefore will contain potty mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So be forewarned. You have been warned. Now on to the podcast: The Penboy Roy, Roy, Roy Entertainment, Entertainment Podcast. podcast. Stage seven. All right, so we back. We back. So talk to me. I kind of been so like out of it and whatnot swamped with work and not feeling well F- yes. fortunately for you it was only a one day thing you only you, you i didn't take any days off of work because i took two I, yeah i was oh yeah uh, yeah i you. was
1: I, I was i was probably I, it's just it's just that i was just so wiped out from the first day that the second day was more or less like recovery Mm-hmm. And on top of that, not wanting to get other people infected in the office. So I just right, was with like, whatever it want, is that you I'm had, just going to like, leave them alone.
0: <laughs> so, But I wonder how many gastrointestinal viruses are out there that is actually airborne. Just don't touch anything. You well, just didn't I, want to I go to work. I think it's like, I don't, I really honestly do not
1: know where I had got. I mean, it just, I know it's around a lot of places, but I just don't know where I could have gotten it from just me and my son and not my daughter and my wife.
0: Right. I don't know why you know mm. it was just we'll stop a, chewing gum out. that you find under a desk but anyway has yeah. got so, like to sniff in people's buttholes. so right you know. it's like, it's like, yeah. that's not how you greet people your dogs do that, that does isn't <laughs> you do should that. right but do you have one of these notebooks that you're talking about
1: oh the endless ones you were talking about the the yeah. this is the this is the
0: companion and the cats are just being bad boys again
1: so this oh, just they're came not in. Notebooks, the notebooks oh nice this is that leather pen case that
0: Bryce right. Was, uh, so, for everybody about. not watching, he's holding up a leather pen case that holds let's how many pens? ASMR. This is the zipper. You can't talk over the zipper and say it's zipper ASMR. It doesn't sound so smooth. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All right open it point point up. Point how many point. pens is that? Well, this is a two pen.
1: This is two. okay. It tricks me up a little bit because it got this little band that's here. This elastic band is um, if you've ever seen the shibui pen cases it's acts the same way where it's a pull tab so you could actually put pens of various thicknesses in this pen case so you could put like a montblanc 149 in this loop that i made which was pretty big and then you could put a a smaller pen i mean you could make it you could expand that band out quite a bit Um, but then there's a little tab that's at the end and whatever's left over you just pull it
0: tight and right. then there's it's a like little a seat belt for pens.
1: yeah it's it's it just fastens them down makes and it's elastic the outside of the the case is really nice kind of a very soft leather uh the the metal zipper here it 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 seems rather metally because uh, you know and, and i was actually nervous about this because i was putting one of my pens in it before and And I'm thinking to myself, as I'm putting the pen in there, I'm like, please, I got to make sure I avoid any contact with that metal, because it's going to end up scratching the finish of my pen, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, if I touch the metal on the outside there. Um, So that's, I mean, that is always a concern, I think, with any zippered pen case. Anything with zippers. uh, But this one particularly, it's got like very, the, the, the teeth on this seems very sharp. Right. So, uh, and then there's inside uh, on the spine is pretty cool. It's got this little, I well, don't you should say, like a little elastic band that's there and it's a very small elastic band. It's not meant for a pen. It's meant for a converter or a cartridge. So that's actually really cool, it allows you to bring your refills with you at th- least one I refill. Think,
0: I think you don't really need to worry too much about the zipper thing. I mean, like the, the level of caution. That you need to use when using that zipper, I guess, would parallel the same level of caution that you would need to use if you're a if you're a dude and you're trying not jeans. to zipper
1: your pecker in your pants. Right, right. If you're yeah. wearing
0: jeans without underwear, like just be careful. Right, just be aware that that could happen.
1: Yeah. What right? I would do is I would, let's say, put my fingers on top of the zipper as I'm kind of guiding the pen in there oh so okay we're talking my, about pens now got it yeah so i'm putting the pen in the in the case but i'm putting my fingers in the back of it so that mm-hmm. it's not even getting a chance my, my fingers are pushing the zipper away so that i'm just sliding the pen
0: right back in the case so is that your pen. case or or is that stock you just took you're going to put back tomorrow um this is one that we if you want we could
1: do a giveaway because this was one that uh bryce left behind so we could do this as a
0: giveaway on the show hey that's a great idea yeah. that's a great idea what does that two pen case cost um
1: gee I have to take a look let me uh, let me take a quick peek see on the website here because they are on
0: gold spot now at the moment hmm. uh, so let's see the endless case. now while you're doing that everybody listening be advised that this is actual genuine leather it's not the fake pleather that is trying to fool you into thinking it's leather. It's actually leather. It's really well-stitched, because I've held them before a couple of weeks soft. ago. very soft.
1: It has That's a nice smell to it. It's it a $40 for the two, the two pen cases, $40. $40 for
0: the two, I mean, I remember when we sat down with Bryce and Mr. Gillette that I was pretty impressed with how little it costs relative to what it is, because there are pen cases out there that cost way more. And they're not even made with real leather. They don't even have zippers and things like that. The stitching is not even comparable to what you're holding in your hands right there. It's it's mm-hmm. extremely impressive for a full leather leather pen case made by Endless. And mm-hmm. it's got the Endless logo. Can you lift up the Endless logo and show it again? So the way the Endless logo looks like is like a brand. It almost looks like the way they brand something on like a horse or a cow. I think they call it
1: debossing when it's into the material.
0: So it's, yeah, Yeah. it's like a
1: heat, it's heat branded in there. So it's kind of a tone on tone.
0: Look, Mm, it looks really good. I, I really, I I don't know why he didn't send me any being that, you know, he's sponsoring this show. I should have every product that they have.
1: Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll get one. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll,
0: I'll I'll file a complaint with (laughs) Bryce about Bryce to Bryce. <laughs> hey, Bryce, so that's you hear that's, about this, the, Bryce. that's the two pen case. Is there a three? I know that there's a five. Is there a three? There is a three and a five. Uh, oh, okay. So companion,
1: let me just take a look here. So the endless companion case starts at forty dollars for the two pen. Then there's mm. forty five for the three pen, and then mm. fifty dollars for the five pen.
0: I would just do the fifty dollars, get
1: the five pen case. I, you know, being that I have a good selection of pens I like to use daily, and that I tend to have more than three pens inked at one time, I'm inclined to agree as well. So the five. I gotta say that's
0: a that's a fantastic buy, fifty dollars for a five pen case made of genuine leather with phenomenal stitching, mm-hmm. awesome zipper, adjustable band for different girth pens in the case. It also has an extra loop for a converter or a cartridge. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know why I don't have one. I'm upset about it. And I'm butthurt, extraordinarily butthurt about it.
1: So besides this case, really, there was nothing else. I mean, mean, once the world was introduced to the Pentertainment Podcast pen, like I said, it's the greatest thing ever. So everybody else just decided to quit. Like there was just no... It's there, were, there were there were no new pens sure. that's that's it you know right it's it's just, like
0: people are like pen makers are like how are we going to compete with this thing that's we it can't. forget about it they just it. threw their they're hands gonna...
1: up and and i mean they're, they they all they can do now is just make accessories
0: for the pen entertainment podcast pens so i got to say though i think it's commendable on part of the endless brand that not only did they make great notebooks and paper they're actually trying to do other things like pen cases and now they're coming out with a pen called a pen with the most arrogant name ever the creator the creator is going to be it's going to be a retractable pen it's going to be a 50 dollar pen i'm really looking forward to getting one of these in my hands also yes i am looking forward to getting it and then tearing it apart
1: well hmm. in the literal sense too because i want to see how it works but you know tearing it apart in a critical eye you know just making sure that it's up to up to par i mean it, it is a completely different price point you know considering that it is cheaper than a kuridas it is what on par a little bit more expensive than one of those mahjong a1s or the a2s mm-hmm. whatever that the vanishing point clone is but you know i i'm very curious to see what they would offer for that price point right and if it's a good pen it has to be a good we'll pen. see hopefully we'll see yeah we'll if see. it's
0: anything if how good this pen case is is any representation of how good the pen is going to be then I'm I think it's a pretty it's going to be a pretty fucking cool pen. Yeah. But I want to go back to giving shit away. You want to give away that pen case, yes. which is I'm I'm actually <laughs> proud of you, T, because this is one of the first times that we're doing a giveaway and it's not <laughs> my idea to give away your shit. It's your own idea. So, let's do this. So, what I'm just we preemptively do? should... doing it so, right. cuz I could sense it would be coming. <laughs> so, here's what I want. I want to utilize social media because no one ever does that anymore. No. Never. I want I want everybody just to write congratulations on your new fish and then tag myself Luxury Brands of America and Ink Journal. So, you're just going to write out really easy contest and we're just going to pick someone. Or we're going to have Bryce pick someone or have his fish pick somebody. Here's what we're going to do. You're just going to write congratulations, Bryce, on your new fish. Or in sum and substance, it doesn't have to be verbatim. Just congratulations on your new fish, congratulations on your new betta, whatever. And then make sure you tag at Penboy Roy, at Ink Journal, and of course at Luxury Brands of America on Instagram. Do something like that and you are entering in a chance to win that fabulous pen case it's a two pen case comes with the box and everything genuine leather it's 40 bucks for the two pens so you're getting you're getting a free 20 free 40 dollar case made of genuine leather the value in that case and being that i held it in my hands if they wanted to charge 80 for it they could but they're not they're charging 40. i don't know what kind of slave labor they got going on over there at endless or what kind of shit they got Whatever oh. it is, but the price point is so incredibly low for what you're getting. The stitching is fantastic. I, I'm impressed. It's one of, the mo- one of the few cases that are out there that is as inexpensive as it is for what it offers. So it's giving you more than you're used to. So take advantage of this giveaway. Congratulations, Bryce, on your new fish. And tag Penboy Roy, Ink Journal and luxury brands of America. Bryce is so excited about his new fish and he put it inside like an Imagitarium, like the Petco brand. It's a 6.8 gallon tank. Oh, uh, that's what the- Imagitarium is their their brand. It's kind of like the Petco version of bowl and basket. Uh, I see. Yeah, for for a shop. Was it, whatever it is. What's the coffee brand, the store that owns?
1: Or are you a uh, shoprite you're talking about?
0: Was it shoprite basket? Yeah, yeah, right, Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was
1: just I was just from there, so I would know.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so magitarium. So his tank is like a square, and then the whole backside is black, and that black backside contains like a mini sump, where it has like the built-in filter and, and storage space for media like sponges and and charcoal and shit like that, and and yeah when, I, so when you
1: said media, I thought maybe it was like magazines, books. no, movies. you wouldn't do
0: that' it's the, hard the fish to...
1: <laughs> the fish the fish could be entertained as it swims around
0: yeah i don't i don't think I don't think the makers of this tank had like a playboy magazine in mind when they no. built that space. It's for media in terms of like ceramic bioballs and and sponges so that way they can collect. Debris and detritus and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. congratulations, Bryce, on your new betta fish. So it's 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 simple. It's it's one of the easier giveaways I think I've ever done. Right? How long do I they think,
1: have until they have to
0: post this on social media? Gee, dude, I don't know. It's um, your, your call. Why don't you? You're the one. You're the one giving it away. Why don't we do until we announce in two weeks? So okay. April eleventh. How does that April sound? 11th? They have two weeks. Two weeks Worse is fair, right? Me.
1: Just, just get Bryce uh, to pick the winner, or Bryce's fish. Did Bryce name his fish? Yes. What's this fish's name? Wolverine. Oh, because you said it would look like a seventies Wolverine. Yeah, because
0: so, it's nice. a it's a yellow, orangish fish with like these dark black stripes, which are actually metallic blue. Ooh. So his fish looks really cool. He should start posting pictures. I I think that he should he should share. You know, there's a lot in common between the fish keeping world the fish enthusiasts and fountain pen enthusiasts.
1: I uh, yeah, I could see there being some overlap. Yeah, like
0: ink is made of water, fish yeah. tanks have water. Yeah. Right? Hello, what you can't okay. see the overlap there. Like <laughs> fountain pens have nibs. Fish don't. So it's like they're <laughs> they're connected <laughs> in the fact that they're opposites, right? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like no. <laughs> Not at like, all, I was just putting a reminder in there for me to... Fountain to pens to come away. in
0: different colors, fish come in different colors. That right? is true. Right, so there you go. Like, how is it, they're, they're almost like identical. You have to flush
1: an aquarium, right, to clean it? No, and you, you shouldn't to... flush an aquarium.
0: Oh, well you flush a fish well, down the oh, toilet oh, if they oh, die oh. sometimes. You right? have to clean an aquarium, you have to clean a fountain pen. Uh-huh. If the aquarium runs low on water, you have to refill an aquarium, refill. you have to refill a fountain pen. Refill. Hmm? See, are you seeing it now? Are you yes. seeing it now? Um, oh, is, Are there to...
1: any bulb syringes or syringes involved in general?
0: No, but they, you no. could use a turkey baster to pick up like spot clean areas. Oh, that's very close to a nasal You aspirator. squeeze that, so, you yeah, squeeze see a bulb syringe. Yeah. Here's another one. You have to feed your fish, and fountain mm. pens have a feed Ooh, hmm? ooh, I like that. Right? It's, like, nice. it's almost like they're the exact same hobby. Almost. <laughs> right? Oh, here's, here's another one. one. the same. When you get into fish keeping, it becomes a rabbit hole where you dump lots of money and you never stop. When ah, you get into fountain men's, familiar. it becomes a rabbit, rabbit yes. hole where you become severely addicted and then you keep dumping money into it and you never stop. Yes. One fish tank is not enough one fountain pen is not enough no when you have a collection of fountain pens you just want to have more, more when you have fish tanks fish. you just want to have yes, more you want to have more fish when you go to bed you non-stop think about fountain pens when you in the fish keeping world when you go to bed you non-stop thinking about fish tanks and aqua so in your
1: mind are like the fish floating around and the pens are, could you like use pens as like the little decorations in the, in the bottom of the tank? Kind of like how you make little structures and things like that? No, no. no.
0: What a Can't weird connection you just made to fish tanks and fountain pens, man. That's just bizarre. Uh, mm-hmm. Strange. So I know oh, that you look, have the thing like, where you like this to hold the, this the is a sponge. Pen. This is a yes. sponge for a okay. sponge filter. Look, you can fit a pen into it. Look how connected that is. Look how, look how... Synonymous; these hobbies are with each other so well. You know, it's it basically is almost as if they were like born to be together. It's as if I think Gold Spot, Goulet, Penchalet should have a separate section with fish keeping supplies. Mm. That's how related they are. It, can you imagine how weird it would be if like a distributor for fish keeping supplies just calls up Gold Spot and is like, "Hey, listen, we're just uh, looking to see if you're interested in like you know 500 pounds of." River Rock or something, because <laughs> because these hobbies are so similar, <laughs> right? And, and it would you be, know it thing would thing be is, like, like,
1: oh, we we gotta ship out a uh, several bottles of ink and a and a fish, and it's like it's like, oh, we can't do that because you know we might endanger the fish with being drowned in ink if one of the ink
0: bottles explode in shipment. So you know, one of you know how like the fountain pen industry has like big time gurus of fountain pens, like Brian Goulet, fig boot on pens, gold spot pens, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And getting into fish keeping, of course, I have to do my research and I go on YouTube and stuff like that. So one of the guys on YouTube, I consider him in status. He is the Brian Goulet of fish keeping and the fish hobby. His name Mm -hmm. is Corey from a brand called aquarium co-op right okay so this guy is like like i said a lot of information you know he puts out videos he also sells products he is the fish keeping version of brian goulet and he has his own brand of stuff where he sells like filters and you know accessories and things for fish keeping fish keeping equipment and one of them and i really like the products because they're well thought out they're just there's a lot of things about the products that he designed that are just optimal compared to everything that's existed in the last bazillion years it took this guy to finally come up with an idea that works like for example this is a standard sponge filter okay okay now a lot of times with the standard regular sponge filters one they're not green but when you put them in the tank the sponge is a fine sponge like so like this is a fine sponge you see the pores on this one here i'm yeah, holding looks up so a, fine a lot sponge. smoother than the yeah, other one you this have there. one here on the aquarium co-op one is more coarse mm-hmm. so what happens with the fine sponge is you leave it in and after about a week or two you have to maintenance it you have to take it out and you have to wring it out and rinse it and, and fish water. Yeah. And it's really hard to, you know, get all the debris and detritus out. And this one here, since it's a coarse sponge, it's a lot easier to get out all the debris. And on top of that, since it's not as fine, it doesn't hold so many air pockets. So it doesn't float. When you have other sponges, the stand that it's on always ends up floating to the top and it gets kind of frustrating because it can't work as well if it's floating on the top right yeah but this aquarium co-op sponge filter this base is heavy there's nothing that's going to get this thing to float and then on top of that the internals of it is nice and thick so you can actually attach an air stone in here so it creates a whole bunch of little micro bubbles and creates better lift so it causes more debris to be pulled into the sponge as as the as the air goes up and stuff like that. Now I'm not using this one in that tank back there. I'm actually using a small version. It's literally half the size because this thing is ginormous. It's like look at size. This is this is a regular can, soda can, seltzer, and this is the sponge filter. This is the medium size one. So, so you how- just bought the sure.
1: a size that was not appropriate for your tank.
0: Right. But the thing is though when it comes to fish keeping just like in fountain pens, keep everything. Don't get rid of stuff because you're going to get rid of a pen that you like and then five years down the road be like, damn, I wish I had that pen, right? Or you might not have so utility you, you for would a upgrade pen your,
1: You would upgrade your tank and get a bigger tank that would then necessitate the bigger…
0: Right. So yeah. like, I'm thinking maybe this sponge filter is going to look too big in this 20-gallon long tank because of how I aquascaped it. There's rocks and everything like that. So, if I put that in there, it looks unnatural. Right mm-hmm. here, where my finger is, there is the small version, which is literally the same thing. It's I just shorter the because the sponge is exactly half the height. So, I'm going to hold on to that because I, at some point, for sure, just like everybody out there who's like, all right, I'm not going to buy another fountain pen for a while. In like what would weeks, I ever need to write pen. with this color ink ever? <laughs> yeah. So, like, for sure, I'm eventually going to set up right over there. I'm going to set up a 29-gallon tank.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: thinking about keeping goldfish. And for that 29-gallon tank, this is an appropriate size filter. And I'm a big fan of the sponge filters versus the hang-on-back filters. But I want to show you what the box looks like. Here's what the box looks like it's a green box. I think that's where I got sold right away. It's a green box Mm -hmm. has aquarium co-op on it and it has Mabu, the puffer fish on it. Is that like the uh, mascot for aquarium co-op? Yeah, it's like their their mascot. So yeah, so he, yeah, Corey from aquarium co-op is certainly the Brian Goulet of the fish keeping world so and,
1: so Corey had like developed this particular product to be more efficient and work better yeah than, and it certainly does keepers. now people
0: people think oh the coarse sponge doesn't pick up as much fine particles and debris i don't know if that's true based on what i've seen like because you look at this sponge and you're like yeah it's really coarse and debris could probably get through make its way to the center pipe and then just get pushed back up through the airlift tube it's not the case. This thing is going to catch, catches so much like fine particles. And the thing is, since it's coarse, it doesn't clog and you can go a month and a half without having to, to clean it out, which is good because when you, when you don't clean it out, the beneficial bacteria builds up more and ammonia stays at zero and nitrite stays at zero. So I was just, I was just, when I was talking to Bryce at luxury brands, that day that we were having sushi together with you and Karen, we were like, oh, how, wh- where can I, wa- what can I watch? And I started letting him know, you can watch Aquarium Co-op YouTube channel. You can watch, there's another one called KG Tropicals. It's a husband and wife who do online fish dealing. They're like the gold spot of of the fish keeping world. And... They, they also are an ex- extraordinarily good source of information. They good video productions. The wife really deals with the betta fishes and the husband deals with like the educational tutorial stuff. They use green screens all the time, like me, you know, and cool. good, good, good information, good channels and stuff like that. So it just, to me, I know it sounds like a far stretch. I know we were joking about it before, but. I think you need a
1: promo code for one of those
0: websites, you know, I think they need to become an affiliate. The, the whole fish keeping hobby to me very much mirrors my fountain pen hobby, the journey of fountain pens and the journey of fish keeping. They're very mirrored because when I started getting into fountain pens and I wanted to learn more and more and more, I was on YouTube. I was watching certain people learning through certain things getting addicted to it spending money buying stuff right fish keeping is is truly no different it's just it's like the multiverse it's mm-hmm. me fountain pens is one universe for me fish keeping is another universe for me you know what i yeah. mean yeah and it's funny because you you know fountain pens they're they're pens Right. And you'd think that with fountain pens, how much is there to know about fountain pens? Oh, you but you can go into it,
1: knowing so many different things, even that's about something thing.
0: simple. There's so many nuances about fountain pens. Yeah, sure. It's just a fountain pen. There's so many fountain pens out there, so many brands, so many different things you can, you know, know about it. So many different materials, so many history background. It's like, it's so expansive, and fish keeping, on the other hand, there's the same thing. It's there's so much to know about it. There's so much you can learn, so much you can absorb. And I was stopping to thinking about it myself. To myself, it's just amazing how how complex and yeah, complex fountain pens are, and how nuanced the hobby is. That. You can make video after video after video whether it be a review or a discussion on them. There's pen shows and there's just like fish keeping. There's fish shows. They do the same things. You go to shows, they display their fish, you could buy fish. There's fish meetups where you can, you know, bring your fishies in a bag and then buy fish, trade fish, things like that. It's it's crazy. I think the I think the whole hobby has so many parallels. I know I was making jokes before, but I think the parallel comes into with fishkeeping, there is a passion just like there is in fountain pens. Like people in the fountain pen hobby, it's very – I would say fountain pens are a little bit more personal, right? Mm-hmm. Because think about it. You take fountain pens and you write down stuff. You do things with the fountain pen that only you will be able to do. There's They're nothing. Your personal tool. Right. There's nothing that – I can do with my fountain pen that you can do with your fountain pen. The way you use your fountain pen is going to be completely and entirely uniquely different. Even if we take the exact same pen and write the exact same thing, they're different. They're different experiences. They're different results. We can try to copy each other. But you can truly leave a genuine mark of yourself with a fountain pen you know what i mean right there's nothing anyone can do to copy that and i think being able to do that with a fountain pen makes the fountain pen such a potent tool of ex- self-expression and expressing the identification of yourself i might i don't have i don't particularly love my handwriting actually the more i do it the more i dislike it
1: your handwriting but is really
0: nice. I don't feel like it is. You know what I mean? But then again, that's also because of fuckers like you who write out like really nice <laughs> shit. So like I'll write something nice and be like, oh, that's really nice. And then I'll that's think about great. mine and I'll be like, fuck my life. But <laughs> in the same in the same vein and not to an extent, but not the same level. Meaning how I was saying a pen can really truly put a mark of who you are on a page, fish keeping is almost like that, but not entirely as powerful. So what I mean is like, look, I have a 20 gallon tank. You have a 20 gallon tank, let's say, right? We can both design it as best we can, but I'm curious to wonder how much does an aquascape represent the individual? You know what I mean? Because, like, look, my shitty handwriting truly represents me. Like, there are psychologists and criminal analysts who will look at paper, see how a person writes, and determine stuff. That's a graphology. Whatever it's called, man. Mm -hmm. Can you do that with an aquascape? Right? Determine somebody's personality
1: or intent to kill with a... (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, how many times... Like, listen, people in history, historically, have been... Caught for murder and doing heinous shit because of their handwriting. How many people in the history of crime have ever been caught because their aquascape gave them away?
1: I'm sure there's a a Sherlock Holmes uh, story somewhere. And
0: and if there is not, there really fucking should be. Someone needs to squeeze that shit into like a movie or something like that, right? It's like, how how did you you find out who the killer was? His aquascape. (laughs) His goldfish tank.
1: His goldfish
0: tank. His goldfish tank has no colors blue in it. I am sure. Murder weapon.
1: I am sure beyond the shadow of a doubt that that is some sort of plot twist in somebody's novel somewhere.
0: Well, you know what though? Fish tanks come up in plot plot twists because evidence will be hidden at the bottom of a fish tank, Mm. or something like that. But the design or in the creation of the aquascape never indicated a person's personality or their individual personality traits that led back to them is it
1: possible to train a fish to murder hmm. and then the fish itself was the murderer
0: yeah that's tough questions something right there tough answers see dr evil up there in the corner right there Mm -hmm. he's about an inch big I don't know if he can do much to, when it comes to murder, other than the little, little amano shrimp that are running around, and he doesn't even bother them. I'm lucky too. I threw them in there, and I'm like, they're gonna clean up some of this algae, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot. I just put a food source that's living into the tank with Doctor Evil, but Doctor Evil doesn't bother them. I'm mm. shocked.
1: Wait, I'm shocked. I think I see him eating them right now. No,
0: stop it. <laughs> he just swims around. He's content. I have a lot of live plants in there. I got water sprites. I got dwarf hair grass. I got anubias's and I got some java fern.
1: I hear dwarf hair sprites are like number 1 on the list for serial murderers. Definitely. I hope not. They all they all have them in their tanks.
0: Let me be clear. I have never murdered anybody in cold blood
1: in warm blood yes
0: yes they were warm-blooded <laughs> and they were alive and well when i buried them so i didn't kill anybody <laughs> that's, a that's a joke. that's a joke for anybody listening you know mm-hmm. so anyway hold on a second i'm getting text messages i want to make sure it's not bryce oh no it's no. it's not bryce that's dick pics just yeah dick pics right Fish from rice. not bryce fish picks right no i mean yeah between me and bryce fish picks fish all day long galore all day long gratuitous fish picks water parameter test kit picks that's like me and bryce's dirty talk fish talk (laughs) plant talk like just so you know if you can't see behind me if you're not watching but on the cabinet that I have my fish tank on, I have a, like a handful of stickers. One is the Thanos infinity gauntlet that I purchased from Jossie Kimura, mm-hmm. remember her, the yes. beautiful lady who made stickers and stuff. And then I have these, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven fish stickers. One's yep. actually a shrimp. Those fish stickers, one sticker comes with every order, right? You could buy stickers for a buck and change. But they send you a random sticker every time you make an order, and this is from the co-op Aquarium Co-op. Yeah, Aquarium Co-op. Very cool. So I just stick them on my my tanks, my tank stand, or the cabinet that I have my tank on over there.
1: Nice. Speaking of stickers, we should probably renovate or have a new design of the Pentertainment Podcast sticker. And then I that like way, the Podcast.
0: Sticker. I would get
1: more hashtag Fire Toms because they'd be interested in getting a different sticker. So they've been getting the same sticker for a while
0: oh yes all right so that's on you man you're the designer
1: yeah you're the guy who i gotta i gotta put it through the approval process and see if uh the uh the pbr will give his blessing on it
0: what do you have do you have anything ready i no, i have nothing right now oh dude show me what you got have Have you been giving away the 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 pop yeah so it's either that one
1: or the one that is kind of the icon of the show that has the Pentertainment podcast on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's either that that one or the other. The the Pentertainment podcast one was being sent with all of the um, podcast pens, uh, but the Pop Figure one, I think, just ran out of those. So I I was looking Mm. for trying to do something different now, too. So we got to figure something out.
0: So we got to design something that really does demonstrate the personality of the show and you and me like
1: i'm thinking uh i'm imagining an aquarium an illustration of an aquarium and like in an ink bottle in an ink bottle and there's two fish in there one has my head and then one has your head and there would be like little pens like in the aquarium and stuff Mm. yeah that's a great you know you
0: know who we you know you should get to do this we should pay ebear Yes, I could, we should I pay could
1: reach out to him and ask
0: if he'd be able yeah, to do that. Yeah, he could do it. Or, or, certainly or Vanessa. Capabilities. Yeah. Between Ebear and Vanessa. Yeah.
1: Hmm. They're both awesome. I, I regularly
0: reach out to them for doing the uh, Ink Flight yeah. stickers. You know what we should have them do? We should have them both make it. Both of them make the same one. Collaborate Ebear and oh, Vanessa. I don't want
1: them to compete against each other. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Yeah. They make it. They make the same one.
1: Oh, okay. So then, like, like he'll do do the pencils, she'll
0: do the inks. He'll do half the colors. She do. You know what I mean? Oh, they collaborate and
1: make it together. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know how how that's even possible online, but how cool would that be, right?
1: Or, or I could just like come up with a different idea entirely and give one to one and give one to another. That sort of thing.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. But kind of like, but have an e bear. And Vanessa collaborate into one design to me is kind of like is like a crossover of like DC and Marvel characters, mm-hmm. but fountain pens and art instead of like superpowers and bad guys, right? You know what I am saying? Yeah, that would be a cool that would be a cool mesh, but I don't know if that's like logistically possible. How are we gonna? That'd be kind of tough. And, yeah, he's gonna to have to mail her his drawing. She'll have to do something to the drawing, mail it back. He'll do something, she'll mail it back. That seems like a lot. We'll, we'll get the sticker in the year two thousand thirty-five. So we'll just do two separate ones. You episode I mean? one thousand
1: thirty-five of the Pentertainment Podcast. We finally have the sticker we mentioned on <laughs> we episode one fifty-eight. St-
0: <laughs> we have a new sticker for when we were in our forties. <laughs> we're ninety-eight you now. You remember that, Roy? <laughs> I can't hear you. By that time, there's going to be like AI technology that's going to be able to just replace be us entirely. Yeah, completely replace. us. like look at these look at these fucking fakes, man.
1: Like you know? let's just let's just insert insert inane fish keeping banter and try to make it relevant to fountain pens. Okay, go.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, there it is, and it's like it's like doing you, and it's got like the whole cartoon stuff.
0: Namiki really needs to do a betta fish version. mm Hmm you know I used to which one is that to, the gold is that
1: goldfish, that's a goldfish this is it?
0: crane and turtle goldfish oh, is like the, goldfish is like the oh really, it's the emperor the, that's right yeah, yeah. that's forget about that that wouldn't I'm not going to mortgage my house for a pen <laughs> not, not yet, yet. <laughs> <laughs> not this week my wife would like kill me
1: <laughs> and what did you buy with this It's like a, a pen but it's it has, not just it has, any pen. It's it has a goldfish, goldfish on it. pen.
0: Honey, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's
1: the emperor goldfish. Cardboard you,
0: boxes can be really comfortable to you live. You get in. it, right?
1: <laughs> just as long as we have this goldfish pen, everything's okay.
0: Right. Everybody right. It's okay. She'll be like, you can sign the divorce papers with those. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But seriously, though, awesome, 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 freaking pen case i'm glad we're giving it away before we sign off because it's coming close give me your thoughts on the last season finale of the last of us
1: it was uh it was pretty intense i think that it sets up for an exciting uh second season where he is definitely going to have to come to a reckoning with his complete lie to ellie and how he just you know decided just snap like I think the whole entire thing that whole entire the way that that unfolded when they finally came across the fireflies that was a communic a mis a, a a miscommunication really was hmm? I really think that if they just first of all they they what they flash banged them or something like that where they just stunned them and and, mm-hmm. and knocked out Joel you know I think if they just like let's say oh Forget it. We, you know, they're good guys. Let's wait until they wake up, and let's have a discussion. It's like, oh, you've brought Ellie. Great job. Awesome. You know, we're all here. We, you know, we're all now conscious. You know, conscious of of our of our surroundings, and you know, we're here. We're here to help or whatever. So like, we're we're here to do the thing that you guys came all of this way to do. That you invested so much time, have risked your lives, and you know, have journeyed thousands of miles to do. We're here for it. Um, but one thing. So the doctor that we have really believes that the only way that we could possibly extract a cure is to go into Ellie's brain where the cordyceps has now implanted itself. I, you know, like, there that, that approach to me that would have kind of like maybe at least opened the door for a possibility of them just saying okay, we'll go ahead and do it, and then save the human race. Not necessarily that whole knee-jerk reaction of, yo, this is messed up, you took Ellie away from me, now you're holding me at gunpoint in my hospital room, and I just woke up because you, one of your guys just like hit me in the back of the head. I'm pissed off to begin with because of that reason in the first place. And then on top of that, you're telling me that this kid that I brought all this way, that I've basically made my daughter, is now going to die and I can't even say goodbye to her. You know, it's just, it's just they set that up for such a a poor. Um, they like had no concern for Joel's feelings or thoughts on the matter, and well, neither Ellie either.
0: He was a smuggler. He Joel was a smuggler. They didn't expect him to care. Yeah, but I he's, mean, at he's least he's the like... personality type where she would just be considered cargo. They didn't expect him to bond with her the way they did. And when he woke up, they were just upfront with her, with him. They're right. just like that Marlene, girl that you're with. Guess what? Yeah, We're just gonna yeah. She's crack she's not gonna survive. And, suck and then that they even steps. said we didn't tell her she's not gonna be afraid. But the thing is though, knowing Ellie's character, if they told her, listen, your brain is the key to the cure, but you're gonna die. It's not gonna hurt. Ellie would have, I think, said, okay, fine.
1: Yeah. Right? Knowing how her mother was and how selfless that she yeah. was to to you know give herself and I think, up for her daughter, I think
0: that if. Ellie was convinced she could have also convinced Convinced Joel. Joel. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying
1: is that there was none of that conversation because they did shit just so quickly. And they just did it where they were just like, we're just going to do what we want to do and just do it anyway. Like, we don't Mm. care what you guys think. We're just, you guys are just, you know, tools to us right now. You know, Mm -hmm. like you're not human beings.
0: Yeah. But you got to understand, like, in that world, in that society, social structures courtesies were just have degraded and fallen apart. there wasn't there wasn't an ability to do that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like if you've spent a lot of time in hostile environments there's no time for hey can you do me a favor and do this please no there are orders you just listen you know you there to get this done mm-hmm. and then it, it does become a lifestyle that you have to actually break now think now think of it like this this is 20 years of non-stop survival and all you're doing is living in hostile environments where please thank you and your feelings there's no room or time for that right and you know a lot of that that that's a real thing a lot of people actually deal with that people deal mm. relationships fall apart because of it because one person will have spent an extensive amount of time in hostile environments and then come back home and when they're at home they don't know how to to be Mm non-hostile and the spouse doesn't understand that happens a lot now imagine that for everybody right do you really think they're thinking hmm all right let's talk to him because he might have bonded with this young girl even though he's a smuggler who has killed innocent people without compunction." We should all sit down and have a chat. No, they have the answer right in front of them. They have the cure, potentially the cure, right in front of them. They what I think, will do though, whatever it takes. Also,
1: the 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 other big problem. So I mean that like let's just we could just we could say like okay, well they weren't going to go and talk things through, and they mm-hmm. weren't going to try to be sensitive to the situation. They were just going to do. They were just going to go straight to survival mode. And said, hey, we got a shot at a cure. We're taking it. We don't care what we need to do to get it. We're just going to take it. Point A to point B. Don't care who gets in the way. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. How they treated the whole Joe thing after they after she realized that, oh, he's not going to want to cooperate, so let's just go take him out on the highway and just leave him and let him go on his way. That was where she messed up big time. Mm-hmm. Because they. she even admitted leading up to that point, she was like, you killed a lot of people to get, I didn't think you were going to actually get, get over here. It's like, it, it's a miracle. You even survived. How'd you do like, she knew that he was badass. that he could mm. get himself out of any situation, zombies and, 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 you know, raiders and stuff like that. But yet she sends him away with just two guards down, like mm. a lonely hallway that there's like not back up at every freaking turn on that stairwell and just mm-hmm. expected, hey, see you later. You're just gonna, you, you know, just just take him outside. He'll be fine. Yeah. You know, just, you know, we'll give him some courtesy. You know, get, just, get him an Uber. Yeah, like we won't even like, you know, tie his hands or
0: anything. Like he'll be fine. You know, like, it's, right? That's good. <laughs> Let me ask you something though, right? If you were in Joel's shoes, what would you have done? Oh, that's a that's a toughie. Uh,
1: I mean, like, the just the way that it was ripped out from under you, and. And like the fact that you didn't get to say goodbye, and that they weren't going to let you do that, um, like be there for when it happens or whatever, like probably would have gone berserk, you know, like uh, just, mm. you know, maybe maybe not with the whole rescue plan in mind, but it would mm-hmm. probably led to that point where it was just like, I just need to kill everybody, <laughs> you know, in my near vicinity, right. um, and then maybe like the second thought would be like, oh, let's see if maybe I could possibly rescue her so mm. um but yeah but uh, you know I mean then... I'm
0: asking you because you're actually a parent I don't have kids mm-hmm. I can tell you honestly right now if it were me in that situation and the only thing I can relate to is my wife I guess yeah you'd have to kill me you you would you have to kill me yeah like the best option for you if I was in Joel's situation is you have to plant a bullet in my head because mm-hmm. I will eat your spleen through your asshole if I have to to get through (laughs) you you know what I mean yeah or like it's like honestly in truth in my life there's no one that I have a stronger attachment to than my wife and I know it's different than having a kid I don't know what it's like to have a kid but if you're telling me that my wife is in an operating room she's gonna die and you put me in that same situation I'm, I'm gonna have to kill everybody yeah you know but see
1: and... see, it would be completely different if you have that that discussion beforehand like i said you have right. that discussion with ellie you say you know you, like they didn't know going into it that she was going to have to die like she they were under right. they were totally under the impression that oh we're going to go to this the fireflies they're going to you know get the cure from you and then we're going to hang out and raise sheep together and it's going to be awesome yeah they... It would
0: suck if, they, if it were. It would suck if it were. I was in the situation, and it was my wife, and then that did happen. Yeah. And my wife was like for sacrificing herself for her brain to give the cure to the world because I can't argue and win an argument with my wife. Yeah. No, At I least mean, in I, Joel seemed... and Ellie's Maybe he could win and be like, "No, we're getting out of here." And then you know what I mean? Yeah. It just it just would
1: have a completely different. Yeah, you know, at least you'd yeah. be able to have some sort of closure and be like, you know what, this is what she wanted. She's she's be taking being very selfless, like, you know, maybe you could you just like just like hold each other for a little bit. Just be able to have that emotional closure.
0: Yeah, give them an hour to talk it out, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, really. In that world though, like I said, like everybody alive is living with PTSD, 100%. And I There's mean, like, no... how
1: long did they have the hospital before Raiders would come and try to... Right, that's you know, what I'm saying. So like, something.
0: so, like, the the whole, like, oh, they should have done this because it would have been the right thing to do. You're thinking about it from a perspective of people, of a person who, who I mean, you may I, you may, may, or may not. I'm not saying, I'm not diagnosing, I'm saying, but you're taking it from a perspective of a person who doesn't, ha- who didn't experience trauma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you, you know... people who have experienced trauma in their life might have a different path to get an objective complete than someone who hasn't, right. right? So think about all these people in the last of us who experienced life and death trauma, who all have some sort of loss and can relate to anybody else who has lost something. Now they have a mission and most of the missions that they executed in their lives had to deal with life and death. They had to get it done, and in order to do it, people had to die, and they had to be the ones to kill people. And in right. the process, they also lose people, right? And that's the mode that you're on. You're you're treading on that mode, and you know no other mode. How is it even, like, conceivable for you to be like, hold on, let's stop. Let's change everything that we've been doing, right? And let's just not do that. Do they even know how to not do that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you take a guy who, I don't know, was at was in like war for 25 years. And every year of that 25 years, he's busting into rooms and clearing rooms and shooting people in rooms. And that's all he does for 20 years. On the 21st year, does he know how to just open a normal door and walk in without without clearing it? No. He's going to look, he's going to check the corners. He's going to check, you know, dead spaces. He's going to look, you know, he's going to, he's going to be on edge. That's how these people are in the, in the show. They don't know how to be people. They know Mm -hmm. how to be survivors. And there's no time for feelings. There's no time for courtesy when people are in that survival mode. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They don't know how to communicate in, in, in terms that you and I communicate in, like yeah. listen, they
1: then uh, they should have just shot Joel then. Like they should they, they should they have should seen have. the moment that so. they saw that he was not compliant, they gave the, they gave him courtesy then. It was like, yeah, well, you know, you kind of delivered the parcel and
0: but she made a good point. She's like, you're one person I never wanted to owe anything to. So, mm-hmm. he has usefulness and he's yeah. been useful to them. So, they're keeping that relationship because of his usefulness, right? And l- let me Go on another one. Let's say we had to get this show recorded and finished by 8.30, okay? Otherwise, both both our houses explode, <gasps> right? When I called you earlier to ask you to record earlier, I was like, hey, man, you know, I want to try to get to bed earlier. Do you think it's possible we can do that? Now, if I knew that both our houses are going to explode by 8.30... My approach would be very fucking different. I'd be like, dude, we got to record at seven fucking o'clock. You have to be there. You have to be on time. I don't care what you got going on in your life. Get it fucking done. That's how my approach would be. It wouldn't be like, hey, man. So I was thinking about it. Our houses are going to explode in like several hours if we don't get this done. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? When stakes are different, approaches Mm -hmm. are different. Approaches, you know, that's what I'm saying. So that's the way I feel about it, you know? But that's why you got to play the game because the game expands on everything so much more in detail and it makes more sense. I, I feel like the show is great as good as you think it is. I loved it too because it was so it was faithful for the most part to the game. I feel like it was rushed. It didn't touch on a lot of things. Like there was so much in the game that makes you feel that Joel and Ellie are super inseparable. Mm-hmm. And that he has really adopted her as his daughter, but not just to him, to her as well. You know what I mean? Okay. So and they
1: didn't really like share a lot of those moments because they I didn't guess there share must
0: have been right more numerous. Like they didn't share the, the the bond that was developed through trauma. Mm-hmm. Like in the game, they experience a lot of trauma. They get through it together. They cope with it together. The show doesn't really show that too much. It does a little bit. And to to you, since you never played the game, you might think, "Oh, that's a lot of you know trauma and bonding." But to me, knowing having played the game, it's not nearly close to what it was in the in the game. Yeah, know?
1: the uh, I, I just know that he's in for a big reckoning when she ends up finding out that he that she's been lied to that because like, yeah. cause she suspects it so it's naturally never going to be completely clear in her mind that Mm. he was doing the right that he's being on the up and up with her because he's she's pretty sure she suspects him and she just she suspects wants to believe wants to believe
0: that how everything is good in that show though right yeah awesome awesome actress Mm -hmm. um she played you know what's crazy she doesn't look like ellie from the game at all uh but by the end of the show by the end of the show, I was like, she is she is Ellie. Well, it's the personality. Right? It's the, the, way the attitude. They look, yeah. And the way they look no longer was distracting. Because mm-hmm. she embodied the character Ellie so well. I don't think anyone could have done a better job. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm like looking at, before the show, I'm thinking, oh, they could have used that girl. They could have used this girl. They could have used that girl. Now it's like I can't think of anybody else. Who yeah. could have done it better? She was so Ellie in that. It, it was just. It was just really impressive. So and it's are like,
1: they? Do you know if they are or not? Because uh, I know that the second part is supposed to advance in age. Like there's supposed to be a time jump. So do you five think, years, I think. Do you think that they would still use Bella Ramsey, or would they use somebody different? Well,
0: Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. Neil Druckmann's the you know the creator of. Mm-hmm the last of us and co-director and Craig Mazin is also a co-director he's the director of Chernobyl actually great show but they both said the only way they would recast Bella Ramsey as Ellie is if Bella Ramsey didn't want to do it that's the only way they would do it. they would recast her
1: recast her if oh, as in as okay. in cast someone else oh okay. not
0: not cast her again they are going to cast her again the only way they would replace Uh, her i i
1: just yeah for a half second i was like recast as in like cast her again it's like no no meaning like uh, like like find someone else the only
0: reason the only way they would find someone else to play ellie is if she didn't want to do it but here's the thing though part two and i'm not going to drop any part two spoilers just know that it takes place five years later she's 19 years old Mm -hmm. bella ramsey right now is 19 years old so yeah you well, know, they could they, just, they could
1: always do their thing, you know, their Hollywood thing with kind of playing up the age, play down the age. Saw that with um, Queen. Well, they took, a, especially they took was like that. they took
0: a nineteen year old girl Bella Ramsey, yeah. and they made her look fourteen, mm-hmm. which was easy because of Bella Ramsey's the way she looks. She mm-hmm. looks young, and she's small. She's five foot one, right? So, obviously, she's nineteen if she she's probably not growing anymore but i don't think it'll be a stretch or difficult to take a 20 21 year old bella ramsey and make her look 19. you know what i mean i think it would i don't be think really easy because it's yeah uh, like, i think it
1: it tends to be that, that the actors or actresses are older than what they mm. represent um that was like the same with in the 90s with 90210 right. where you had like 20 yeah. something 30 year olds like playing you know, high kids schoolers. that are in high school yeah
0: yeah yeah, so, I mean, I think they'll are i think they pull it off just fine. I don't know how people have any doubts. They had doubts before the show with their casting. And I think Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. And I even think Gabriel Luna, who played Tommy, just knocked it out of the park. Knocked it out of the park completely. Yeah, it was a very I enjoyable
1: casting... season. I liked... You know, there wasn't one. There wasn't a single episode that was just like a snooze fest. You know, it just all had really, you know, good amounts of
0: action, intrigue, um, and and they like to fuck with you too. They like to get you attached to characters and kill them off in front of you. You know what I mean? They 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 think, oh wow, this guy's gonna, you know, like Sam and Henry. I knew that was coming, obviously, because I played mm-hmm. the game, but I'm like, this is going to Oh, I was definitely him. like,
1: oh, they're going to join in, and it'll be like a yeah. little happy family, and they'll go yeah. on, and no, 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 that didn't work out.
0: I got to tell you, though, that kid who played Henry mm-hmm. after he killed his zombie brother, little brother, and turned into a zombie, mm-hmm. the the scene where he was like, what did I do, what did I do, was so much more impactful and real, real than it it was in the game really yeah because the actor who was playing henry when he shot himself it just the nuance in his performance was so expressive of a guy who did something can't come to understand what he just did starts to realize what he just did can't accept what he just did and takes his own life Mm -hmm. and it was just the, the look seeing it it was so real like what a great actor that guy was i forgot his name like just insane oh by the way in the game sam is not deaf in the the show i heard about that yeah. yeah and i think can't pull that off in a video game can't pull off the deaf aspect but the fact that they added it in the show where the 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 kid is deaf i thought that was such a good move because it shows It shows how dependent the Sam is on Henry. It shows how important Sam is to Henry. Yeah,
1: he just wasn't saving, like, his baby brother. It was like he's saving his baby brother that cannot fend for himself in this hellscape. Right,
0: so the dynamic of that brother-brother relationship was a little different than it was in the game. It Mm -hmm. was actually just more—it felt as important as Joel and Ellie. Even though they're, you know, not main characters, you know right. what I mean. So, it was like, it was a very powerful, powerful performance by that actor. Holy shit! It was such a good season. I don't know how they're going to get season two and season two like game two in season two. It's going to be like forty-five episodes long. It's because really, that, that second Really, it's
1: game, that involving very. The in second depth.
0: game was twice as long and dives into so much more its yeah I can't even I don't even know how they're gonna make that show I know Maybe they will split into
1: multiple seasons
0: that's gonna be a tough sell because it's like it's you, I don't know what they, it's so long it's just so long and complex you can't I don't said. see how they're gonna <laughs> I don't see how they're gonna do it but I know they will you know but listen it's coming to that time I want to go watch Avatar 2. Because it's out on digital release today so oh, yeah? yes i'm looking forward to it i might not get through it because i i'm exhausted i, I have no interest in watching that the first one was yeah. just no but really you enjoy go go I, have fun I, I don't know i i kind of i kind of liked it i like you didn't like the first avatar
1: no it was just i just thought it was just over the top special effects and had hardly any story behind it
0: well that's the best part of the movie <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, I mean, it's all of them looking at as computer-generated, like, you know, blue people, like, flying around and, and whatever. It just, you yeah, it just didn't really do anything for me.
0: That movie was basically, like, Smurfs on steroids. <laughs> right? No, but this one's called Way of the Water, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think the blue people are cool.
1: Way of the Water, aquariums. Fountain pens.
0: Fountain pens. It all connects. It's all connected, son. Yes. It's all connected. Wrapped up nice so, and
1: tight. There you go.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to twiddle this pen in my finger. Mountains of the world. Because it looks like it's watery. Because it's mm-hmm. got different... And it's, and, blue, just like the and it's blue. Just like the... it's blue. Just like the of the water. Yeah. But I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm, I'm glad that you're feeling out. somewhat Thank better. You. Thank you. And I've been, I've been so busy. So I think the last time I talked to you was like, what... I mean, other than this afternoon, mm-hmm. but like felt feels like a really long time. It's know? been a few days, yeah, yeah. It's been a few days, so you know, it's good to hear from you. Yeah, so and it's good to be back. And I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode number one hundred fifty-eight of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay inky.